he's training Jeremy Lin. He must be the best there is. So, David, like, I, I feel kind of uncomfortable around you. I feel like you're using me. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, he could see it. I was using him for the relationship to take myself and my name to a higher level. And it felt terrible when he said that. <laughs> Hey, it's David Nurse, and I'm here to help you transform and not conform. Today, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite topics and one of the most impactful I have seen in my life and the lives of many is how to genuinely connect and not network. So first of all, we have to understand that our brain is hardwired for connection. We need to be around other people. That's why the 2020 thing was so hard. The COVID or whatever anybody calls it was so hard because we weren't around other people. That connection, that human connection was taken away from us. Humans are hardwired for it. Neuroscience suggests that we are neurologically wired to connect with others. Mirror neurons in our brains are stimulated when we are interacting with other people. Literally, when you are talking to someone, pathways in your brain light up to mirror the emotions and behaviors that this other person is conveying. We are hardwired to interact and connect with others. You've heard it many times. You are the five people, the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And that's very true. It's because we connect with others. So ask yourself the question, do you feel stressed? Do you feel anxious? Yes, the answer is a lot of us do. But the reason that we do is because we are alone. With connection to others, a community, a tribe, whatever word that you want to use, of people that you enjoy being around, people that encourage you, people that take you to higher heights, that stress and that anxiety lowers. Because in the loneliness is when our brain starts working against us. Now, there is a huge difference in what I'm about to tell you. People will say, network, network. Get on LinkedIn and network. No, do not network. That is a dirty term, and that term basically means you are using somebody transactionally for a relationship to take you to a level that you want to be at. It is not the serving other people. It's not the relationship building for the sake of relationship building. You are using somebody. And that is a dirty term when you do. So I want to first go over, well, I mean, the difference in connecting, genuinely connecting, is long-term relationships versus short-term using, which is the networking so there are five, I'm going to give you five things to never do when connecting. Genuinely, when I say connecting, I mean genuine connections. And, and I realized this, let me, let me just take a step back and tell you this story. And I realized this when I was first working with a friend, good friend of mine who I've mentioned on this podcast before, Jeremy Lin. I looked up some stats on this. Check this out. This is incredible. 31% of adults 
worldwide have more confidence based on clear skin. 31, that's almost one third of people like, hey, you got clear skin, you're more confident. Get this, better looking people, meaning of just the term, the clear skin as we're putting that with, earn 12% more financially over their lifetime. 12% more, that, that literally could be millions of dollars. You are investing a lot into the lab, into the science, into yeah. the research. It is so far a no brainer why anybody would try, would use anything else other than one skin. Like, is there any, is there anything like you can even think of that makes sense? Like I'm trying to, and I can't, I want to say out of the kindness of your guy's heart, you are providing for our listeners, a special pricing code, which will be in the show notes. So look in the show notes to try out one skin for yourself. Strongly recommend to subscribe to our newsletter. We want to empower everyone because we know that the choices that we are making today will definitely impact how you're, oh. you know, are going to age tomorrow. So I would go up to the Bay and train Jeremy. And every time I was up there, I would try to, you know, sneak a selfie picture or, Get some video of me training Jeremy so I could post it on social media so it looked like, man, David's so cool. He's training Jeremy Lynn. He must be the best there is. And I can remember this vividly. We were at the counter, a custom-made burger place up in Palo Alto, and Jeremy and I were talking, and he said, he just said, David, like, I, I feel kind of uncomfortable around you. I feel like you're using me. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, he could see it. I was using him for the relationship to take myself and my name to a higher level. And it felt terrible when he said that. And it changed my whole perspective on this and realizing that I would much rather have Jeremy as a great friend when we're 75 years old, sitting on the front porch, drinking lemonade, as I would get a few more followers in the here and now. And that's what connecting is, using somebody for the benefits of yourself. But I wanted a genuine relationship. And to this day, Jeremy is one of my closest friends. He was in my wedding, and I would imagine that we will, well, we'll probably be 75 years old doing escape rooms together, because that's kind of our jam where, I mean, this is off topic, but we're dominating the escape room world. We've pretty much hit every single one of them. We went five escape rooms in a row, back to back to back to back to back. So, I mean, just saying, you know, you know, Jeremy played the biggest role. Okay, I digress. Let's get back into it. So networking, the five things never to do when you are connecting. Never ask, can I pick your brain? That is an automatic turnoff. That is a, hey, can I have your time, the most precious valuable asset that we have, and can you tell me everything that you did? And I'm not going to pay you any money. I'm just going to steal your time for myself. Can I pick your brain? So when somebody says that, do not give them the time of day. Please never use that. Can I pick your brain out of the vocabulary? The second one, similar of, well, what did you do to get here? What did you do to get here? You want me to tell you my entire life story? The times that I have heard that and somebody sends me a message, hey, can you tell me what you did to get here? Okay, all right. This is going to take 10 days to tell you this story. Yeah, I have 10 days to give, but why would I tell you my entire story? Are you willing to go through what I went through to get to where I am today? Are you willing to spend years and years of running basketball camps for basically no money, sleeping in well-lit Walmart parking lots and crashing on friends' couches and not having a home address for seven years? Are you willing to do that? That's the question you need to ask first. Are you willing to do what it took? Not, hey, what did you do to get here? So take that one out. 
So as a mindset coach to top NBA performers, CEOs, Hollywood actors, and just high performers of all level, the, the main thing that these top performers have to be is locked in mentally and locked in physically. Now, I've dealt with a lot of optimization products that have done one or the other, but I've never had something that does both of these. Mental acuity and physical domination, and that is GoExec. GoExec is built differently. So are you, so am I. Scientifically backed, GoExec has carefully formulated a product that supports ATP production, mitochondrial biogenesis, improves blood flow, and protects your cells from oxidative stress leading to cellular aging. The results in increased mental clarity, sustained energy, and delayed cellular aging, GoExec has become my go-to, and here's why. Let me tell you about this thing called BioPQQ. Nobody is using this. This is a booster of energy, endurance, longevity. BioPQQ has scientifically been shown to slow the aging process. Isn't that what we're all trying to do is stay young, slower the aging process, increase energy levels. Yeah, I'll take that and improve cognition function. Yeah, why wouldn't you want to have higher cognitive firing brain synapses? It won the Ingrinda Editor's Choice Awards for Ingredient with the Best Science. The Ingredient with the Best Science. Yeah, it works. Mind and body. Go exec. Go get it. I use it when I step on stage to speak, when I get behind the mic and I podcast. Go exec is my go-to. And the third one is email. And there is an art to send the perfect message. Now, I'm not saying it has to be email. It can be a social media message, a LinkedIn message. But the, the art to craft the perfect message is all about how can you serve and never asking. But then just the, the, the art of the rhythm of how to send them. One of the worst things to do is send somebody an email directly after you sent them an email and say, hey, I'm just bumping this to the top of your inbox. Yeah, I would have responded the first time if I was interested in it. Don't say I'm bumping this to the top of your inbox. There's a way to do it and saying, hey, I'm just checking in. No hurries. No worries. Use one of those of getting back. This alleviates the pressure innately felt in the person you're connecting with to feel like, oh, okay, I don't have to do it. But if you say, hey, I'm looking forward to your response. Now you're placing it upon that person that they have to respond to you. They do not have to respond to you. I have a rule that I learned of, people that I don't know, and if it's not like, say, a speaking offer or something, just somebody trying to connect just out of the clear blue, I respect it, but I'm not going to get back to you until you send a third message. And it can't be one after the next, but this shows how much you actually want to connect, actually care. So there's an art, an absolute art, and I teach this in my personal group coaching of how to craft the perfect message. I'm speaking about messages, long messages and long voice memos. No, 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 no. People do not have enough time to scroll through a whole document of a message or listen to a five-minute voice memo, and then three minutes into the voice memo, it gets cut off and you have to start over again. That's incredibly time-consuming. So do not send these long voice memos. So let me tell you this quick story about how I realized not to send log messages. It was the first workout that I was doing with the brand new coach in Brooklyn after the, the year that I had been there. And I was trying to impress this guy. 
and we were both cut from the same cloth, player development coach, player development coach, Kenny Atkinson's his name, and we had this workout together, and I'm thinking, man, I'm going to impress this guy. This is, this is going to be awesome, and, and it was great. Kenny and I were vibing. Like, we like the same person. This is going to work so well. He's going to love me. And I can remember sitting in the, the hot tub, actually, after practice, after the workout, and I sent Kenny this just incredibly long message, this novel of a message, just throwing up all over the place on him of, man, this is going to be so much fun. We're the same person. I love working with you. I can't wait to spend this this year together and our careers together and just on and on and on and on. And I got nothing back from him. And after I got fired, uh, a friend, a, a mutual acquaintance told me, he's like, hey, did you send Kenny just the, the longest text message ever? I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. He's like, don't ever do that again. That is a big time turnoff. So keep your message short when trying to genuinely connect with somebody and don't send voice memos to people you don't know. Don't send long voice memos. And then finally, just don't ask for anything. Don't ask. When you're connecting, don't ask. Give. Give. Tell them something that you love about what they're doing. Maybe they have a project, a book that they worked on, or a podcast they're doing. Find a, a, a small point in there that had an impact on you and share that with them. Just encourage them and continue to encourage them. It doesn't have to be all the time. You don't want to go be overbearing with it. But don't ask for anything. Just give, 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 and understand that it will all come back to you in the end. You don't know if it will from that person, but if you live in that mindset, it absolutely will. So the five things to never do when connecting, never ask, can I pick your brain? Never ask, how did you get where you are? Be careful with constantly emailing and saying, I want to get this to the top of your inbox. Long messages, long voice memos, no, no, and no, and don't ask for anything. Now I want to tell you the five things to do when genuinely connecting. The first one, connect with people because you want to be friends with them and not use them. That's very important to understand. Would you enjoy being around this person if it wasn't because of a business connection? Are your values, your mission, do they align? Are they completely different from you in, in their ethics and their values? That's, that's probably not going to work. It's not saying that you can't hang around people with different values or different mission. It's just saying, is this somebody that you can see yourself being friends with? That's the most important thing. Let them know, number two, let them know that you are there to serve them. How can you benefit them? How can you help them? Is there something that you can do? Is there a connection that you can make to somebody else? Is there a skill, a gift, a craft that you can help them that you've been given and be able to pour into them? So ultimately think serve first instead of what can I get out of this? When you think serve first, like I said, you pour, you pour, you pour into somebody else. It comes back to you in return. Three is cultivate. Cultivate connections. Connections, they, they can be made, but if you don't cultivate them, they will fall through. Cultivation is one of the biggest points that people miss in genuinely connecting. And I'll tell you this quick story. It's another one. I've learned all of these lessons through mistakes that I've made. So I had a friend, NBA agent, and I was training one of his players, and we became close. We became friends, and then he stopped representing this player, and I didn't talk to him for a while. It was about two years that I hadn't talked to him. And then I see on ESPN that this agent, Alex Sataris, had just gotten Giannis Antetokounmpo, who was one of the up-and-coming best players in the NBA. 
So immediately I text him because also Giannis did not have a jump shot and I could help him with this jump shot. I knew I could. And I texted him something to the lines of, hey, congrats on getting Giannis. If you want him to be an MVP and an all-NBA player, I'd love to work with him and help him become a great jump shooter. And Alex's response was, David, I love you, but this is how you're going to reach back out after I hadn't heard from you for two years? And it hit me. I hadn't cultivated that relationship. I hadn't checked in and said, hey, Alex, how are you, man? How's the family? How you doing? Just checking in on you. Anything I can do for you, I'm here for you. No, I just went straight for the ask. Two years after not talking to Alex at all, I went straight for the ask. And I realized that cultivating a relationship is super important. Because there is going to come a time when you actually need to ask friends for things and run ideas by friends. And if you haven't cultivated that relationship, you no longer hold that power for that ask. Number four, reciprocate. Reciprocate. If somebody does something for you, do something back for them. You don't have to keep track. It's not a, a scoreboard or a points system you're keeping with people. But feel that like, okay, if somebody's putting in energy and effort to help you, go reciprocate that. Go help them as well. It's like a friend's give me a, a keynote talk with a company for, through a connection. I, I want to help them. I don't feel like, hey, it's a burden or a need that I have to. But as a genuine connector in a friendship-built relationship, I want to help them. So reciprocate when you can. And ultimately play the long game. That's, that's the most important thing in this. You're not in a hurry to get somewhere to get to a point because that point, that mountaintop, there is none. It will never fulfill you. So play the long game. It's amazingly a fun life when you're worried about worried more about building genuine relationships than you are worried about building connections and what other people can do for you. Like I talked about, be that person who is friends with your connection, the Jeremy Lin in my sense of drinking iced tea and lemonade on the front porch when you're 75 years old. Play the long game. The short game never works. It will burn out. It will burn you. You won't make genuine connections. And ultimately, that bond for human relationship will pass you by. You'll miss the fruit. You'll miss that fruit of life. Don't miss it. And please, please, please do not conform. Transform. <laughs>